Welcome to 43rd and Woodland, the intersection where family and science forge together. I'm Jared Hunter, class of 2016. And I'm Sean Ahern, class of 2019, and we're your hosts. Excited to bring you yet another episode for your personal professional development. Today on 43rd and Woodland, we're doing something very exciting. We're hosting a panel of current students at U Sciences representing all different majors, all different colleges on campus to talk to them about their experiences at U Sciences. And I should note that we originally did this in Goodman Hall, which we were very excited about. It was a, it was a really big thing. Mm-hmm. And the, all of the audio just got lost, completely corrupted. And it was very, very frustrating. And I want to immediately thank Jenna, Tom, and Johnson for coming back and dealing with Sean and I for yet another God knows how long to get this episode right. We really appreciate it, guys. Of course. Yeah, and I'm surprised they haven't got sick of us yet, but it's it's uh it's been fun. This is gonna definitely gonna be fun interviewing them again, uh, asking them the questions, and yeah, we'll see how this goes. So we'll jump in uh, introducing to our students because it's your first time hearing them. But we have Tom Gregoritz, who is a pharmaceutical healthcare business U4 student in his last year. Yep. Uh, we have Johnson Lamb, who is a P3 physical therapy student. And then we have Jenna Kowinski. I said that right. I had to make sure I emphasized. Um, who is a humanities major in her last year and actually in the pre-med track applying to med school as we speak. Uh, so welcome to all of you guys. Thanks for having us back. All right, cool. So let's jump into it. Jenna, and we talked about this before, I am a humanities major as well. And so I have a very uh, strong interest in your experiences at U Sciences as a medical humanities major. So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, the major that you're in that you chose. And yeah, just give us a little bit of a rundown of who you are. Uh, my name is Jenna Kowinski. I am a medical humanities major on the pre-med track. This is my last year. And I was on the volleyball team. I work at the writing center. Yeah. So what about the, obviously, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm personally interested in the, the medical humanities uh, program. It's a little bit different, I think, from um, when I was a humanities and science major, but still within the same department. But I wanted to get a sense of, you know, what about the medical humanities program attracted you? And, you know, what have you found to be some of the most kind of exciting things or the most interesting things that you've experienced in that major? So I was first attracted to the humanities major because after my first year um, at U Sciences, I just felt like there was something missing. I was only taking science classes and um, the humanities was always something that I was interested in, like all like while I was growing up. So when I was only taking science classes, I was kind of bored and I missed reading and just like studying the humanities. So that's when I started talking to Dr. Murphy and I found the medical humanities major. And as someone who wanted to go into medicine, I really liked that it was focused on a humanistic side of medicine. So listening to your patient's stories, thinking of them as a whole and just taking all different aspects into medicine instead of just the science aspects. Cool. What, is, what do you think some of the um, like most different experiences you've had are um, as a medical humanities major? Obviously, you know, you're kind of on this med school track, so there's still a very strong pull toward healthcare. But I'm interested, are there specific things that you've experienced or done that like you probably might not normally do at, at a 
a science university or within a, a, a healthcare or science major? Absolutely. I'm actually working on my senior capstone project right now, and I just finished reading Ulysses by James Joyce, which it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever read in my entire life. Uh, not even probably, definitely was the hardest thing I've ever read. It's right. written in a stream of conscious style and really just was a wild ride to read. So mm -hmm. finishing that was one of the greatest accomplishments that I've had at U Sciences, and I definitely would not have done that in a strictly science setting. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, so now we'll jump over to Tom. So it's the same thing, kind of like we asked Jenna, just give a little bit of background of, of why you chose U Sciences, why you chose the major that you have right now. Yeah, so I am Tom Gregoritz. I am a senior studying pharmaceutical healthcare business. And the reason why I chose U Sciences and my specific major was because I'm on the men's varsity basketball team here, or, well, now that my season's over, I was on the men's basketball team here. And during, when I was trying to figure out what major I wanted to get into, I always wanted to study business, and I knew that if I studied pharmaceutical healthcare business, it would give me a leg up compared to people with a more generic business degree. So now that I'm in my senior year applying to jobs, I feel as if I have a leg up against other applicants who have a more generic business degree when we're trying to uh, get like a pharmaceutical or healthcare specific job. And one thing to point out was I have an older brother who also was on the team and in the same major. And every year the freshmen within the major go on a business retreat. And so my brother's freshman year, he had a speaker come in saying, if you're not making $100,000 by the time you're 25, you're making a mistake. And that really caught my eye of like, wow, there's a lot of money within the industry. It would give me a leg up on the competition. And just overall, I thought it was a great fit. Yeah, no, that's a good point that you mentioned that. I mean, I think recently, maybe in the past few weeks, New uh, Sciences came out with an article, Jared, I believe. Yeah, number one, maybe. I think it was number one in... Um Pennsylvania, but it's in the top 10 in the nation in terms of, you know, when you graduate, there's there's a more than likely chance that you will be making uh, buku bucks. Yeah. So it's good on them. That is true. That is true. Hashtag proven everywhere. Again, yeah. you side. Um, and also <laughs> got to give a shout out to our to our athletes here. I know a lot of people think that we're just a, a science based school. Um, I definitely make the joke sometimes that we're just a science-based school, but we got some athletes here uh, that mm -hmm. have been killing it. I know the Revival team, well, at least at least when I was there, I'm aging myself, has been awesome. Jen, I don't know how your guys' record was this year. Uh, this year, we did a lot better than we have in the past. <laughs> and then, Tom, I know you said your season just ended, but you're still a, you're still an athlete by heart. Yeah. You're not what we call in the uh, after-athlete stage called a NARP, a non-athletic regular person. That's, that's me now, unfortunately, but you're still... <laughs> still have the athlete ability in you so uh, I apologize if your season just ended but I bet you it was a fun ride it, it was a good time and NARP life is fastly approaching <laughs> over to our third speaker Johnson for the people that don't know you uh, you want to give a brief introduction about yourself the PT life and what you've been doing so far yeah, my name is Johnson. I am in my last year of the PT program here at U Sciences. I'm from Philly, so I've always grown up here. And uh, coming to this small school, like kind of a neighborhood away, was uh, pretty cool for me. Uh, cool experience, and uh, I've always enjoyed it. So, 
Johnson, I'm interested, you know, you're a, a, P, a PT major. Tell us a little bit about your experience in PT and, and kind of the career that you chose. Yeah, it's, I actually had like a, a weird journey to get to this point, I guess. Uh, when I first came into U-Sciences, I came in as just a health sciences major because um, I knew I wanted to do some type of healthcare, but I wasn't really sure what exactly I wanted to do. Um, and then freshman year, I actually switched into the PA program that we had here for like maybe two months. Um, I got a little taste of it, and I kind of knew it wasn't what I wanted. So then I switched back to the health sciences major and was just kind of like, okay, what do I do next for a little while? And then eventually I um, decided to change my major into PT uh, at the end of my freshman year, I believe. And from there, I didn't look back. Yeah, Johnson, that's interesting that you say that, especially kind of figuring out what you wanted to do until you finally picked uh, physical therapy. I think that's one thing that's good with the university that a lot of individuals, because we are a science-based school, like you can really transfer over to, to different majors. Jared, I know kind of the same thing happened to you uh, when you were kind of figuring out what major, major that you wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, I started out as a farm tox major uh, in 2012, and you know, realized that very, well, not very quickly, but pretty early on, I think that the rigor uh, and expectation of what science and kind of healthcare looked like at U Sciences was not necessarily the mold in which I expected myself to fit. And so um, when I did switch over to humanities, it was uh, the way that the program was set up at the time was really conducive because all of the classes that I had taken my first two years, you know, chem, bio, orgo, um, anatomy, all of those were still required um, of me as a humanities and science major. Uh, but because I had done that as a farm tox major, when I became a humanities major, it was strictly pretty much just humanities courses that I was taking. And so it was really convenient uh, the way that the university has set up the humanities program to be able to have that flexibility, you know, just like Johnson was talking about, you have one, you start off as one major and you, you realize this might not be the right fit for me. But for me, I didn't want to leave U Sciences to find something that was right for me. You know, I had made a lot of friends. I had started clubs. Um, I was a resident advisor on campus. And so it was a place where I had already invested a lot. And so for the humanities major to be there at U Sciences was really convenient. Um, and the way that the program and the curriculum was set up, like I said, was just even more convenient because all of the classes that I had taken really didn't interfere. They really made it easier for me to, to, to transfer, which I give credit to you sciences for not only having a humanities program, um, but for making it so easy to, to kind of transfer and to switch and be able to really find your fit without making too many huge life changes, you know, because it can be daunting as a college student to even change your major, let alone if you have to go to a new school or a new city or something like that. So that's that was really great for me and obviously other students as well. Speaking of humanities, Jenna, um, jumping back to you, where you are right now, you're, you're pretty much on track to graduate and head off to medical school as a medical humanities major. Do you think that the program prepared you for where you're headed next in terms of med school, the interview process, like what all that looked like? Do you think that the program prepared you? And can you talk a little bit about what that process was like? I absolutely felt prepared when I was moving on to the next step. 
next steps for my education. Um, even just going to interviews for med school, I walked in and I felt all my interviews were more of conversations instead of just them like drilling me asking questions and all of my conversations centered on my humanities. So they wanted to know why I chose to study humanities. They were interested because it made me stand out as an applicant. And a lot of school medical schools are actually making a transition to focusing more on a humanistic way of um, teaching medicine. So I only applied to schools that had like humanities in their mission statement or goals or it was something that they emphasized. And it was definitely a breath of fresh air walking into my interviews, having that in my back pocket. Do you have a sense of like where you might be leaning in terms of where you, you, you hope to go for med school? Um, so I've been deciding for this past, I guess, year now, um, if I wanted to go like MD or like podiatry, so DPM. Mm. And I've always, ever since I realized I was interested in medicine, I wanted to go into sports medicine and orthopedic surgery. Um, just because I've, I'm an athlete, I've been injured many times, and um, all of my injuries actually started when I dislocated my ankle in fifth grade. So the feet are like the foundation of the body, and I'm pretty sure now I'm leaning towards Temple's podiatry program. So I think that's where I'll be next year. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Uh, Tom, now I guess you're transitioning over to you. What What are you looking for after graduation? I know with the pharmaceutical healthcare business uh, major, you can really go into any different avenue. Yeah, so one thing that's great about being a PhD student is what you just said, the different avenues you can take after graduation. So right now I'm applying to various jobs, various types of companies, so consulting, advertising, big pharma, biotechnology. So there's these various uh, different avenues I can take and I'm just trying to weigh my options, see what offers I get, and then hopefully make a decision within the next month or two. Nice. That's that's good to hear. And I think uh, pretty recently there was the, the career fair at U-Sciences. So do you want to go to briefly into what that is for some of our younger students that don't know yet what that is? And, and I guess give us a little bit about how it went for you. Yeah, absolutely. So every year, our PHB specifically hosts a career fair. And so they invite 20 companies or so. Within the major, there's 43 students within all four years of PHB. And so at the career fair, there's maybe one or two sophomores and then a lot of the juniors and pretty much all the seniors. So this year there was 25 people at the career fair, PHB students. And then there were, I believe it was 20 or 21 companies at the career fair. So you're just walking around, moving table to table, try to sell yourself and get a foot in the door with some of these elite companies. And it's really a great opportunity to really just showcase your skills. And every year our professors talk about how afterwards they'll stick around and chat with the companies and they're always impressed by what we know about our industry knowledge and just us as a whole. So it's really a great way to try to sell yourself and land those jobs after graduation. That's awesome. And Johnson, jumping over to you, what kind of expectation do you have now that you're approaching kind of graduating anything on the horizon for you and kind of what about your PT experience has made that possible or exciting? Yeah, for me, so one, we have in PT, we have four clinical rotations that we do. For two of them, I traveled to the West Coast. Um, one of them, I went to L.A. and then one I was in northern Arizona. 
I am actually looking to go back to Northern Arizona and work out there for um, a few years and kind of see where that takes me. I never would have found that opportunity unless it was for the staff and advisors that I have here in the PT program that were able to send me out there for that experience. What's going on in Northern Arizona? I was actually on the Navajo Reservation. It's called the Indian Health Service. It's basically a network of hospitals that are there to serve the Navajo people. I went out there for two months in the summertime. It was really hot out there, but um, it was literally the coolest experience I could have ever gotten. You're in the hospital and you are basically just treating patients all day, but they are all people of the land, so Navajo people, and just the culture was really um, cool to experience, and everything I learned out there was way different than, you know, anything I could have gotten, like, locally. Good point, Johnson. I mean, something that's awesome, at least from the pharmacy side, is that the school really opens you up to doing these different experiences, and I think the PT is kind of similar. I think what we've talked recently, I know you did a rotation out in California, too, is that correct? Yes. That's awesome. That that is nice. Definitely got your tan on over there. Yeah, it was it was a little bit of uh, maybe a little more fun than it was uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Cali. Yeah, it was an awesome experience. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, and I guess if you just go really quickly, Johnson, just for our students listening, and even some of the alumni, because I know the program's probably changed a little bit, but. How did it work? Like, I mean, how were you able to go to Cali and, and Arizona? I feel like that's like the top places that anyone would want to go to. So how does that really process work and how did you get like your top picks? So for us in our program, we basically are given a list of PT clinics um, all over that have contracts with our school that are willing to take students. And then we as students have to each uh, submit a list of about 13 places that we'd like to go and put it in like a preference um, of order. And for us in Philly, there are like several other schools that we are competing with to send students to places for their clinicals. So our program actually really encourages that we travel. And uh, that made it a lot easier for me. I luckily was able to go out to the West Coast because I just have family out there that I was able to stay with. So it made it easier for me to work it out logistically. And when I talked to them with my advisors and things like that, they were able to kind of just look for places for me to actually go to. Um, Because the California one wasn't on the list, I was able to kind of request that almost. My teachers basically just called, like, the area of clinics that they knew or had contracts with before and just kind of asked if they were willing to take on a student. And luckily, one of them was able to uh, take me on for California. And then similarly, same thing in Arizona. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Jumping back to Jenna, talk to me a little bit about some aspects of things that, you know, you might maybe didn't expect or or, um, interesting aspects of the process that you went through to applying to med school. I think a lot of um, students who might be in your position, maybe a year or so behind or even if they're starting out, maybe even some alumni would be interested in figuring out, you know, what are some of the things that helped you, you know, what were some interesting parts of the process and what, you know, how did you kind of manage all of that? So the pre-med advising staff is absolutely great. Uh, They were with me every step of the way. And any questions that I had, I was able to even just like show up at their office, shoot them an email. And they always answered immediately and welcomed me in with open arms. And any problems that I had, they would steer me in the right direction. 
And one interview that I had, I walked in and when we were all like, before we went to our individual interviews, the man who was running it said, oh, whoever has this person as their interviewer, don't forget it's his birthday, sing him a song. And I walked into that interview, I had the birthday guy, and the first thing I did was sing him happy birthday. And he thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then immediately after that, our interview just had such like a playful and fun, just like overall like feeling towards it. So I was super relaxed. And that was probably my funniest interview moment. Mm. But I also had another interview where I walked in and the first thing that they said to me was, let's talk Ulysses. So again, that was just my humanities major mm. giving me that extra edge and something to talk about. And um, another thing that U Sciences has offered me was... I'm a member of the honors program and every May we've traveled abroad. So my freshman year, we went to Italy and Greece. My sophomore year, we went to Iceland. And this past May, we went to Amsterdam and France. And just having that global aspect in my application and seeing different cultures and traveling the world, that was another thing that U Sciences has offered me and was something that my interviews uh, focused on a lot. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And you just came back from Costa Rica. I did. I just came back at 1 a.m. this morning. Yeah. So you're a trooper for doing this interview in the first place. (laughs) But um, tell me about what was that what that was like for you? Um, So I've always participated in like volunteer service spring break trips. And this year I traveled to Costa Rica to volunteer on a sustainable farm and learn about different homeopathic medicine practices in Costa Rica, as well as overall healthy living um, as a form of preventative medicine. And everything that we ate, we picked from the farm and we grew ourselves. We woke up at 5 a.m. every day, started working because it would get really hot there. So as soon as the sun was like fully up in the sky, we had to stop. So most of our work was in the morning. Um, It was a completely new experience for me. I never I learned so much and just got to experience such a unique culture and see a different side of medicine that you don't really learn here, especially like at school, you know, we learn the whole science side and everything, but seeing the Costa Rican culture and their like homeopathy was just so interesting and eye-opening and I look forward to learning more. Yeah, that's incredible. And Costa Rica is such a beautiful country. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's such a treat. Jumping over then to Tom, tell me a little bit about getting those internships and, you know, interesting stories with that. Yeah, so... Early on, I got my first internship during my sophomore year of college. And so how I got it was I so I sort of just put myself out there. And the first week of second semester, my sophomore year, there was a meeting for a volunteer opportunity off campus. And I went to the meeting and I recognized uh, one of the ladies hosting the opportunity, whose name was Dr. Christian Motley, a professor here at U Sciences. And I had actually volunteered at every year she puts on a uh, health conference and I volunteered for that my freshman year. And so I had already recognized her. And then after the meeting, I went up to her and I basically asked if she needed any help, if she was still doing the conference. And she said, actually, I would love to bring you on as an intern. And I was doing some social media marketing and some sales, uh, assisting with some sales objectives as well. And so that's how I got my first internship. Then my second one was this past summer after my junior year. I interned at Publicis Health Media here in Center City, Philly. And 
I was able to leverage my previous experience doing some social media marketing stuff, now working for an advertising agency specific to the healthcare space. It really just gave me a leg up, especially with my major. They knew I was involved in the industry. They knew I had previous experience. And so just by putting myself out there, one thing led to another, which just sort of built on itself and helped to land me a better opportunity just each year as I progressed. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and Tom, that's a great point that you that you bring up. I mean, ju- just something as simple as just helping out, and you don't even realize that it turns into an internship. So it really shows us like having those small acts of kindness or just helping out in little ways really make a big impact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I guess uh, jumping over to Johnson now, I know we talked about it previously before, but picking your your rotations, what advice can you kind of give for that? How did you kind of go through the process? I mean, especially being a city boy and jumping all the way over to Arizona and, and California, like why did you decide to do that? And what recommendations would you have for students who are picking rotations next year? So as far as rotations go, I'd really kind of advise students to really be open-minded because a lot of us either kind of think that we know what area we'd like to work in when we graduate but as my class knows um, a lot of us like as we've done our rotations in other settings we've realized that it's not what we, want, what we wanted originally we actually ended up liking something different so to really just be open-minded with where you um, apply to or put down is a really good thing and then also as far as traveling goes I'd highly recommend traveling because when else are you going to get two months at a time to um, go somewhere different, experience new things? As long as it works out, you know, logistically. I highly recommend trying to go somewhere different because you won't only just learn, you know, from your clinical, but you'll learn from, like, the new surroundings, the new environment, too. So that's always, like, a really interesting thing to do, I would say. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't think that I really traveled too much while I was uh, at U Sciences, but if you have the opportunity, that makes sense, you know, definitely take it, especially if it's across the country somewhere. And I'm interested, Jenna, jumping back to you, uh, you know, what would be some advice that you would give to either current students or kind of potential students about, you know, if they're interested in med school or they're looking into the med uh, humanities program, some advice that you would give to them as they're entering or kind of walking through that journey? I would definitely advise them to follow their passion. So don't limit themselves just to one thing because they think that's what an ideal applicant would do. If they found something that they were passionate about, something they were extremely interested in and just followed through with it, then your application kind of builds itself and it just gives the interviewer something to talk about and it'll make you stand out. So don't be afraid to be different. Take that extra step and go your own path. Love it. Yeah, that's great. I mean, are you saying you're passionate of reading uh, Ulysses then? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do it again for fun. <laughs> Just something to finish off the day with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like read. yeah, it's a super easy. Yeah, there's something that you do by the pool. Oh, yes. A beach read, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Tom, what about you? Any experiences with the uh, PHB program that you would share with uh, advice that you would share with other folks? I would really just say Again, just putting yourself out there. Um, The PHB program does a great job of emailing us opportunities of things that come across the desk of professors. And since most of the professors have had 20 plus years within the industry, they have a ton of connections and are so willing to give us opportunities. So really, it's just 
accepting those opportunities, putting yourself out there, and good things will come. Definitely. So obviously, at the end of every episode, uh, we like to try and get a little bit more fun and personal with our guests and ask them if they have any favorite experiences or memories at U Sciences so far. So I will, you know what, <clears throat> I will, um, since we we got the Goodman ones on the first recording, I want to I wanna do those again separately. So <laughs> let's do Goodman, favorite Goodman memory, if it applies, um, and then we'll get into general U Sciences memories. And so let's start with Tom, and then we'll go to Jenna. So uh, freshman year in Goodman, it was probably the last week of class and some someone on my floor, I was on the athlete floor, um, someone got a stink bomb and decided to let it uh, like release it in the hallway uh, or in one of the rooms. And so the entire floor smelled absolutely awful. Like it didn't matter where you were, you were smelling it. So everyone's like walking outside. They're like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? Like, this smells awful. And then so one of like my friends, um, he was taking a nap and wakes up and uh, he's like, oh, my gosh, was that me? Like, this smells awful. <laughs> then we made him like believe we're like, we're like, yeah, man, that was a uh, that was you. You were really letting it <laughs> while you're sleeping. Um and we like for like a week or so, like led him to believe he just had some really stinky farts, and it was actually <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> the poor soul. And then Jenna, what about you? Um, so I have a confession. It was not a stink bomb, and one of my friends, I I was also on the athletes' floor, and it was the end of the semester, and one of my friends just wanted a change, and she decided to dye her hair. But she already had, like, her. she previously dyed her hair darker, so she needed to do, like, this hair dye removal process thing. And it smelled like rotten eggs, and it made the entire floor stink, and everybody was blaming each other for letting loose a stink bomb, but it really was just the hair dye. So now we've got a, a conspiracy on our hands. Because yeah. We got... yeah. <laughs> Things you learn on 43rd and Woodland. Yeah, yeah. right? Who'd have thought? Now yeah, people think about a few of those. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I wonder if anyone who shared that memory, like if we had them on the show, they would also piece together like the story of how that actually happened. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's, <laughs> I honestly, I love that. Like that's one of the great things about what this podcast can do. Aside from the fact that sure, you know, professional development and what have you, but it really is important to be able to connect stories about stink bombs. That's what this podcast is really all about. I'm glad we all understand each other. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then let's do general U Sciences uh, memories, favorite memory or favorite experience. Jenna, what about you? Uh, so I think my favorite memory from U Sciences, it didn't actually happen at U Sciences, but it was with professors from the school, and it was on our hour, on our honors trip to France last May, and. Um, I guess I'll give you some of the backstory first. So I was the editor of the Elixir, which is our school's literary journal last year. And uh, Professor Flanagan was the advisor for it. And we used to have meetings at like seven in the morning before 
she would start teaching and just go over everything that needed to be done. And one day we were sitting there and she's typing away at her laptop. I thought she was typing down the notes and making a list of what needed to be done because our edition needed to be published soon. And then all of a sudden she turned her computer around and she was ordering us pairs of top shoes. And I was like, okay, cool. And she was like, let's start taking top lessons. <laughs> we never took the top lessons, but then we just had the shoes and our trip to France was coming up and we decided to pack the shoes. And when we were on top of the Eiffel Tower, we put the shoes on and we performed. And I've never felt more like a star. Everyone had their phones out recording us. No, I honestly wow. thought we were going to be internet famous the next day and I was pretty upset we weren't. But <laughs> top dancing on top of the Eiffel Tower with my professor was probably the best memory I've had. Wow, that's an incredible experience. And I honestly expect nothing less from Professor Flanagan. Yes, yeah. me neither. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. You hear that, students? Do honors program so you can top dance on the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> that is a great story. Yeah. <laughs> and Johnson, let's finish up with you. This, this is definitely one of my favorites, for sure. Um, it's a really funny one. So, me and my one friend, uh, we were taking biostats one semester, and there's three tests. Our first test, we like really did well on, and we were like, okay, like this is an easy class, like we got this, you know. Second test comes around, and we like didn't really study for it because we were like, oh, like you know, if it's like the first one, like we're good, like we don't really need to study. So we're like going into a super chill, like so chill that like we got Linda's like 15 minutes before like the test started. So we both walk in with our Linda's. I remember I had like. I think a bacon egg and cheese and my friend had a JT special. So we get these tests, right? And like we both like look at them, look through them really quick just to see like how it is. And it was like insanely hard, like not what we prepared for at all. So me and my friend both look at each other like, oh crap, like what are we doing? Like we're gonna fail this. So I'm like, I'm stressed. I'm like trying to, you know, just do the test and do what I can, just fill out any questions, whatever. About 20 minutes into the test, I look over at my friend just to see, like, if he's feeling the stress or what's going on. I literally see him move his test to the side, pull out his JT special, and start eating it in the middle of the test. <laughs> he was just like, screw the it. defeat. <laughs> my food while I can, while it's hot. Wow. And that was just really funny. And, yeah, we both ended up failing that test. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Honestly, that takes confidence. So respect what respect is due. It was it was just really funny. Just, like, I literally saw him just, like, give up on the test. For, <laughs> move it to the side and just pull out the JT special and just, like, yeah. enjoy himself. Jeez. Oh, my God. Well, it sounds like you, you both passed the class, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we ended up passing the class. But that second <laughs> test was really uh, quite a trip. <laughs> so I think that that'll do it for us um, those are all the questions that we had and again I really really want to thank you guys for uh, dealing with us for one more time Yeah. so that we can get this episode right um, and the turnaround is probably going to be insanely quick but really seriously want to thank you guys for you know all that you're doing um, and, and being open and willing to share it uh, not just with uh, the alumni who listen to this podcast faithfully but also now the current students and hopefully some other faculty who, who you, you know can glean some of the information that you're sharing about your respective programs and colleges and um, 
I have no doubt that all three of you are going to go off and, and do amazing things. So I'm really excited to see where that leads you. Yeah, again, just wanted to echo what Jared said. I'm excited to see where you guys end up. Thank you all again. If you guys are open to it, um, I bet you there's a, a bunch of students, probably even alumni, that want to ask you guys more questions. So if you guys are open to it, I'd be happy to share maybe your LinkedIn or your emails or, or whatnot. Um, and also, because you guys are going to be all alumni actually pretty soon, uh, look forward to, to, to you guys joining us from the like, Young Professionals Organization and helping out from our end. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Thank you. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. We will uh, follow up soon and uh, have a good night. All right. Take care. You too. Take care.